Winston, how are you going? Good, how are you, mate? Good, thank you. Nice thanks. to see you. Thanks for coming today. Thanks for uh, letting me have you on your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All good. I'm really excited for it. I thought you'd be a great fit because you've been obviously successful with the, the job search and also have a very bubbly personality. So I think you'll you'll really add some some value to all these students out there. Oh, cheers for having me, mate. <laughs> Absolutely. Also, okay, so for everyone watching this, this is Winston, and uh, he's currently an engineer. So he's a graduate engineer at a company called Mintrex. So I'm just looking over at his LinkedIn now. And so prior to this, he studied a Bachelor of Mechanical Engineering in Mumbai, is that right? That's right, yeah. Yeah. And so he had a bit of experience as a grad engineer as well, decided to pursue his Master's of Engineering and Mechanical at Wollongong University. Then had That's a right. range of different uh, experiences as well during and post this, I believe, as a sales consultant, process technician, and, and again process technician before landing his job that he has at the moment. Have I missed yeah. anything out there? No, I think you've covered uh, all of that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I had like various experiences in different fields, like in mining as a process tech and like sales consultant. But yeah, you've, you've covered most of it. <laughs> Fantastic. And so, so that's Winston. And the main point of this video, if you're listening, this audio recording today is to just demystify this whole process for students and grads out there because a lot of people are confused when I speak to them and they don't know how to make this transition from student to landing a good role in their desired industry. So we're just gonna demystify this, dig into Winston's story and hopefully learn a few things from him as well. That's the goal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hope you, you guys all do. <laughs> Fantastic, all right. So so maybe let's, um, where should we start? Why don't we take it back to, back to say, you know, you're graduating high school and you have to, choose what degree to study why mechanical engineering i reckon um, the reason i chose mechanical was i think uh because of my grandfather at first i believe because he was into a civil background civil. so whenever i was a bit more younger and i was always I, when i used to go to his house and so he always used to explain me regarding his concepts and regarding trains and all that. So, so I was very fond of like equipments and what do you say, trying to uh, rebuild stuff and like uh, uh, I was very into automotive like cars and all that. I think that that was one of my sole reasons to choose mechanical in the first place. Mm. And then. Um, in India, you have these, like, I don't know whether you guys are familiar with it, but we have these traditions where, all right, if, if you're a boy, it's like either an engineer, doctor, or a lawyer. Yeah, I saw or that. A CA. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so it's like you're just following the pattern, but uh, other than that, like, it's I had that passion for, uh, like, instruments and equipments where I love, like, what I do. And then, yeah, that, that, that was that basically inculcated, like, <laughs> to put you mechanical engineering in the first place. And then, yeah, after high school, I, like, um, I think I studied my bachelor's in Mumbai. Um, uh, it's a four-year course, studied over there, did my uh, did a grad engineering experience during my course as well. I did a couple of internships and 
other experience in different industries. But uh, I, uh, after I graduated, I did my like a grad experience role, like for around about six months or so, and then I came to Wollongong to pursue my masters. And one I, that was a two year course, and moved then I moved from Sydney to Perth, and did variety of different roles like as a process technician because I was more into mining industry and I, I always wondered and I was I wanted to know more about it so the reason for moving from Sydney to Wollongong Sydney to Perth was also just to get into the mining industry and get uh, a bit more knowledge and aspect regarding it so uh, I think I've already shared the story with I think Mackenzie uh, regarding how I went to Kalgoorlie I didn't even know the reason I just mm-hmm. drove from Perth to Kalgoorlie, didn't know anyone, mm-hmm. then uh, made, made network, made, met people, and that's how I landed my first process tech job over there without knowing anyone in Kalgoorlie. That, that's like an entire different town. I don't know where it existed even. So it was just, it was just like, like just going on the go and then just like, I, I feel like that's important when you're, when you're a grad, you, you need to constantly network with other people. I think that's that's where you get like eighty percent or ninety percent of your job roles. Like uh, over here, it's like you can apply on Seek, LinkedIn, and whatever. But I think networking can get you until the door, like yeah, to, through your interview process and everything. Like and definitely like for me as well. Like I'll refer my friend, so he has a better chance of getting a job rather than the other candidate because I know him. Better. So that, that's how networking works. So, yeah. So I'll leave you to Mackenzie. So yeah. Yeah, that was good. You you told us all the story pretty much. That's great. And um, <laughs> and so so you studied the bachelor's and you decided to do the masters. You did it. Uh, you know, well, let's just jump to what you said before about networking. That could be a good place to to move to next. I'm pretty sure. In fact, maybe you could tell us how many of the jobs that you got were through networking versus applying. Um, I think till date, all my jobs I've got till date is through networking. No jobs that I've applied I've got directly. Like hundred mm. percent of my jobs that I've got, even whether whether it was process tech, even whether it was a sales consultant role, like in fact for the sales consultant role, I, I, like I was just in the random. Uh, what do you say? Uh, workshop, and I was just I just met met a girl, and I, we just randomly spoke about each other. And she was working for Alanta Energy, and she was looking for sales consultant. I said I was new to Perth, and I didn't know anyone at the time. And I said, all right, I'll just give it a go. And then she uh, offered me an interview, and then she liked me, and she hired me. Like all my jobs, so 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 I feel networking is the most crucial part in your industry. Like even if you're a graduate, like. Once you get into the field, like go into workshops, seminars, like Indigenous Australia or whatever, whatever graduate you are, like analyst or whatever, like go network with other people, network with fellow engineers so that you can get more regarding it and you have future opportunities like for it as well. Like, and as, like, as an international student, I feel people are like coming as an international student, I feel people restrict it a lot. Like they just generally try to apply, like more like hundred percent of the people just try to apply on Seek, LinkedIn, uh, probably Indeed. Indeed, I I think that's it. Uh, like you'll have you'll find those like 
you're just applying to these three websites and you're just hoping that you'll get the job or you'll get a revert mail back from the client or the interviewer so that that's what you're hoping and international students have have to like go through a lot of struggles over here as well because of the visa process and you'll have like 50 or 60 percent of the companies that only hire permanent residents or citizens or something you have those criteria as well but i feel like networking might eliminate those criteria where where in some you, you might even not know that some company is actually looking for anyone but they are internally looking and they'll probably tell their colleagues about it or something like that. or do you know anyone that uh who's interested for the role or something like that and if i'm your friend or if i know someone definitely i'll refer that person if he's capable enough yeah so i feel networking is pretty important in uh uh in like in this industry uh in any industry basically as a graduate mm, definitely and so the sales consultant role in perth that was just through a workshop what engineers australia workshop would you say no sales consultant was actually not not even a workshop i just met her in a mall oh. <laughs> I, I, I just met her in a mall and she was just standing there and and i and then I, I was just waiting for, I think, one of my cousins or something like that. And then I, I just went and spoke up to her and because I was new in Perth. I didn't know anyone and I was looking for a job as well. So I said, all right, might as well speak to her. And then she was cute as well. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I thought uh, so. I thought so. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but, but, yeah, I spoke to her. And then, uh, yeah, she, uh, she was also, what do you say, looking out for other people for sales consultant roles and then uh, we got to know each other and then uh, she called me up for an interview and that's how I got my first job in Perth as a sales consultant for Alinta Energy and then um, then because my main goal was to move to mining so I, I used the same tactic wherein I went to because Kalgoorlie is the main uh region for gold mining in probably the entire australia for uh, gold mining so i went to kalgoorlie uh because in mining it's basically it's it's basically who you know and not what you know and it's like you need to get the foot at the door in order to start something if you don't know any basics regarding mining like you won't get it so i just went over there got my first gig as a process tech and that's how i made my way up to graduate in Japan. Mm. Okay, and, and how did you get the... Because most people, I think, a, well, a lot of people who... And th- honestly, this is, you're right, this is the conversation I have with thousands of students and graduates. <clears throat> Literally, I can almost guess how every call is going to go. <clears throat> Pardon me. Whenever I talk with someone, they call me up, I ask them, you know, how, long, you know, wh- how have you been trying to get jobs? Oh, you know, I... I, uh, I look on LinkedIn and see can indeed and you know I use my resume and I submit it and you know I, I've done this like 50 times 100 times and I've been rejected every time I don't know what it is it's literally it's copy and paste the situation so I think you're spot on there and so one of the reasons I think after working with a lot of students and grads that they do this is because it's actually more comfortable than That's actually right. going out like it's 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 like for you going and trying well connect meeting or picking up <laughs> that person in the mall 
<laughs> Most people do not have the courage to do that. They they would see someone there and they would kind of hide away, or they probably wouldn't even you know can think about it. So, yeah. what do you think it was? And you may not have even thought about this before, but what do you think it was that helped you get that confidence to go and do it? Um, I think uh, I think the main uh, factor was like I wanted uh, like. I think my main factor was to get the job anyways. So I might as well try and fail and then learn from it rather than not trying. That I think that's what my thinking process was like. Even if I even if because I don't know anyone in birth what's the harm. Like if, if even if I like fail in that, it doesn't really matter because no one is judging. Because I think what happens with graduates and students and you have these peer pressures and you have these family pressures and you they become judgmental at times and you and so they try they refrain from taking action so you try to go somewhere so that's why always like graduates and students they try to sit in the comfort zone and they try to apply jobs and all right they hope that it'll work out for them but it actually doesn't. If you don't go out and look out for opportunities, it probably. It, it I'm not saying like hundred percent of the job is to networks, but you, you, there'll be few that you, uh, you can get through Seek and LinkedIn and or like other job websites. But mm. most of the job opportunities are to networking. And like uh, for me, I feel like uh, as you mentioned, like the courage that got me through is my thinking pattern. Probably, uh, I feel like. I just wanted to get it, get the role. I was so hunger for it. Like that's why, that's why I just probably went and took the action. I think that's that. I think that's what it was for me. And so, so when you went and talked to that girl and it helped you get that first job, was that something that you, it, I guess, a behavior that you kind of uh, were aligned with all the time? Like whenever you went to a cafe or, or went out. Did you talk to other people, or was this a, an unusual ca- occasion of that specific example? Uh, so yeah, in that circumstances, it really depends. Then, like uh, in the cafe, if yeah, I normally talk to people. It's not that I don't talk, but uh, it, I think initially I was a bit more like introverted person, where uh, coming up, uh, uh, like. Um, uh, introverted, but also you can say a bit more social when I was back in Mumbai. So uh, because I think I I tend to learn from my parents and my family and my my dad. He, like uh, he he was a sort of a leader. So I try to uh, try to enact or you can say learn from him. And I think that's what made me uh, as well like to look upon like I looked up to him for whatever he was doing. And I think I try to inculcate the same qualities, and, and I feel I feel that's what's pushed me uh, to what do you say go out of my comfort zone and like approach people and everything, all that, and change my behavioral pattern. And I, and, I, and I feel like I met I met a lot of mentors all the way who's helped me improve a lot of my lot of my like uh, behavioral or financial uh, like uh, thinking patterns of how to do and what to do mm. i feel i think i feel I, I feel mentor is a really important part in your journey i think that helps you uh, may uh, like be a better individual 
and I, I feel that's quite important in like even when you're starting as a graduate or even very when you're a student or something like that I feel that's that's quite important so yes I was stating the question that you said but I feel yeah um, like the courage uh, I feel that that was the main important factor that they just let me go and approach stuff uh, yeah mm. and so so would you say naturally as you've gone through your journey especially as an international student in Australia you've you know when when many people might shy away from a conversation you would probably be more the person to have that conversation or to talk to yeah. them and so that, yeah. that that kind of I guess that slight switch in mindset would have opened you up to a lot more opportunity and connection points that's right because like in Australia because you're coming to a different country where you don't know anyone right and you're the only option that you're relying upon is your friends or your family members or, or your cousin or whatever you have and but they are in a different state so basically you don't know anyone in that state even because i was from new south wales and my my cousins were from perth so basically you're entirely relying upon yourself and your friends so i, I so my thought pattern was like rather than relying on everyone just go and get do it yourself and like take the action rather than like be dependent on it because what graduates tend to do is all right oh my friend is applying for this job probably once he applies uh uh, uh i'll wait for his this thing and then i'll apply or i'll, I'll ask him about it or how 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 and what, what he's doing and everything so rather than doing that i feel like probably just go and and take in the action and then even if you fail all right yeah just move on and learn from your failure Mm. I feel like I feel that's an important aspect in everything, whatever you do. I think that that thinking pattern was switched on when I moved from uh, India to Australia because uh, it, it was it was just basically you and yourself, and you had to you had a lot more responsibilities to do uh, as an international student. So yeah, yeah, I think I think that that was switched on. Mm. Yeah, it's really good, and I've noticed that. A lot of those, uh, a lot of the best relationship builders, you know, the people with big networks, I've noticed they they do make an effort almost everywhere they go. Like not in every case, but a lot of people, almost everywhere they go, they just make an effort to to you know introduce themselves to people, themselves to people, say hello, and you know, even just a tiny bit of a chat. Uh, that's right. It's, yeah. it's it's quite cool, and and that's I guess something that with getting jobs, when you apply that same approach to then an online platform like LinkedIn or something, yeah. uh, and you may not have used this too much, but um, that can really help as well because you've got a lot more scale and leverage. You know, you can right. you can be talking to 10 people in 30 minutes from your couch with a bowl of ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Watching Netflix. So... Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. I love it. And so, <clears throat> so that's kind of how you got the the sales consultant role. And bear in mind, you also had some experience back in India as well, so which I think probably helped set you up a bit. Like you had the the business development consulting experience. Yeah. As well. In in India, yeah. you also had the graduate engineer experience in India. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. So, 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 so regarding like whatever I do, uh, 
like even my engineering like i uh, like whenever i had these vac programs uh, as you call it over here uh, whenever you have these like uh, summer uh, vacations or i used to do internships and where you get that experiences like whether it's graduate uh, so i had i had a month uh, worth of experience in ma- manufacturing and then some months of experience in business development and then some in uh, in railway industry so i i got all these experiences while i was doing my engineering so i was constantly like not only studying but also gaining these experiences i think that one factor was all that, that remained in me even when i came to masters doing my masters i feel when i was doing my masters i also gained several internships participated in various university competitions and all that i think that that's what like prolonged me to like go forward uh, i feel i i feel, I feel uh, those experiences can be much more valuable so i think one uh, what i say take out like that i will suggest students is like new or new graduates that's coming in as an international student like like don't waste your what i say summer just by just working probably go out gain your what i say internships or vacation back programs or like your summer intake programs and you'll have a better chance of landing a job later when you graduate before like uh, otherwise like yeah so you have a better shorter opportunities rather than just like a freshly new graduate so yeah that's mm. <clears throat> yeah, a really good uh, good insight and so with these jobs with in over in india how did, <clears throat> did you get these through your connections as well or were these through more of a recruitment process i know the things sometimes work differently over there yeah so like most of it was through my connections as well like most of it and uh, but my grad engineer role was through a recruitment process like after you graduate because in internships over there like it's pretty hard to get honestly like so if you don't have connections it's it, it, it might be a bit bit hard but now it's it's changing previously when i was there it was a bit uh, intense uh, because they don't offer like a one month internship or anything of that sort uh but uh but yeah the grad role was to a recruitment process uh that's how i got my job for uh, the internship and grad role yeah and over over in at that university did they actually just come to the campus and try to recruit you is that how it works there as well or was it yeah, different yeah 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 that that so in india i think it's it's a different pattern so you have all these big companies they come to the university they have like several rounds of like uh, uh you know, for, for the job and then you just participate if you're eligible you participate in these in these companies and then that's how they recruit and they'll they'll offer you your package and whatever so that that's how it works away over there i think over here like i think everywhere else it's just like a graduate job fair or where you just go and you research about the company and everything and if you're eligible uh, you might be able to get a shot at it. that's how it, but over there it's like it's slightly different so it's basically you're depending upon your university to give you the job after you graduate it's, it's something similar to that that would be yeah. that would be good wouldn't it Yeah, it, 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 to be honest, it's actually good. It's it's not as and there is there's like big colleges like IITs and IIMs and everything where you get like big 
six-figure salary and everything like that. And you have all these companies coming in, recruiting it. And once you get placed, it's it's just like, yeah, you don't need to search for a job. You just directly get placed. That's it. So, yeah, to be honest, you have certain advantages. I, I'm not disagreeing to the fact. And I definitely would love to have that fact, uh, fact over here as well. But, yeah, uh, but I think... Uh, every country has its, uh, what do you say, uh, you have this ups and downs and uh, you have like, uh, so I feel uh, when as a graduate, as an international graduate, when you come over here, it's better start networking from the day one itself so that you get uh, like way ahead of the game, like as you graduate. Hmm. And, and for you, if you had to say there was like a, a student right now, they've never networked or talked to anyone in their, you know, outside of their circle, in their life, maybe they're early on in their degree, just starting out. If you could kind of give them, let's say, a couple of recommendations on how to network, what would you recommend? Okay, so in that aspect, or in that scenario, I think students or graduates, whatever uh, they would be, like they'll definitely have something they're working in in some hospitality industry or whatever whatever they're working on they'll have their own circle try to try to like uh what do you say mingle in the community circle inside what do you say uh i think that's that's the best way to network try to mingle inside the community circle you'll find a lot of like uh, uh like community circles inside or groups inside colleges or universities try to make a, try to get uh take a position or be uh, uh like involved into these active co-curricular activities try to go and look for opportunities over there then you will have you'll find opportunities in your workplace where you can go and speak to other people like uh whether you're working in hospitality or whether you're working in retail like try to speak with the managers or, or like your friends or colleagues who's so i think uh you uh like that that's two major uh what do you say um, places that you uh, look towards and i feel um uh, for me like i'm coming from a, like a like a christian catholic background so wherein uh you will have uh you'll have communities inside what do you say the place you're staying and then you try to attend those programs and you'll have smaller communities inside that so you, so you'll have these small small groups where you can try to mingle with people right and then uh, try to uh, tr- try to get uh, uh, like uh, what do you say uh, um, like more out of it. So I think once you get involved with these people, like you you can you can know how's the journey and what did they do to survive over here coming as an international student. And I think you'll get a better understanding of how what it is that you need to do. Mm. Okay, and and for you, do you have any tips on? what you actually would kind of say to someone so you say say you meet meet someone at a i don't know say you're working at a cafe and i don't know someone who's cert you're serving or something they it seems like they kind of want to chat yeah for example do you have any tips on what you might say i'm just wondering i'm just curious you seem to have a knack okay. for it <laughs> uh, probably i'll just ask ask them about my about about the day or something like that how's your day going uh how you're feeling today what are you up to where you're working and just random basic questions and then uh definitely if they are they're good they'll definitely answer back and i think that's that's how you uh 
like like a one-line openers where you can tend to uh, like start the conversation and then like if you are into basically sport is a is a major thing right if you're if you're into some sport like let's say footy or afl or soccer or cricket like there'll be people like who definitely love sports right so i think that's a major conversation breaker like a one-line opener where you can get more into it all right oh you love this person you love it so you'll say oh he loves that person that's how you get along and i feel uh, and i feel sport was also one of my major conversation like one line is like where uh, i love soccer and there was another guy who loves soccer or my favorite club is manchester united all right here's also favorite club is manchester united so that's that's how we like we related to each other i think relation like personal relation goal like uh, how you relate that's more important so i feel sport is uh, it's like a key breaker where you can break your like even if you're introverted right you can still break the niche if you love the sport that you're in so that's that's how you start and then then once you get along, you can meet people, meet other people, and yeah, I think I think that's how you can go about doing that. That's funny as well because I think when we had our first chat, we probably bonded over Manchester United. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure we would have. I'm pretty sure we would have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's a that's it's a good it, tactic, so. isn't it? The way I when I'm doing interview practice with people, one of the ways I like to explain it to them is like it's like the person you're speaking to they're kind of like closed off right now you don't really know anything about them yeah and 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 one of the main ways you connect with people and build a relationship is because you have those kind of connection points there's i guess there's that value transfer between the person and if you're both interested in the same thing that is a form of value transfer because you're kind of connecting it's almost a bit of entertainment and i guess it adds value so how do you figure out about you know information about the person by asking those questions you know that's what one of my favorite questions as well just asking whenever i have a call with like a student or grad who comes in, i might ask them yeah how how are you going they'll say i'm going well and i say what have you been up to today you know, what have you got or yeah. you've got maybe it's early in the day have you got much planned for the day then you get to really uh, yeah. know about them they might say oh you know i went for a run you might say, oh what, what are you running for is it more for fitness for this and then you yeah. start to get more the more questions you ask using basically the um what do they call it? The five W's, I think, and the H. Who, what, when, where, why, how. Oh, yeah. That's a good little tactic. So you basically just pick one of those words and just use it. So they say, yeah, I've, I've gone for a run. You say, oh, how, how long did you go for? Was it a long one? So you can only just pick one of those words. And the more you open it up, then you have connection points. And I say, oh, I'm training for soccer. I go, oh, that's, that's awesome. What, where do you play? I used to play as well. Who do you support? Or they might say, oh, you know, I'm just training for a run. Oh, you know, my... My partner, she she runs all the time. What, what what are you running for? And then you open up those connection points as well, and it helps kind of build that trust. It seems like what it's pretty similar to what you're doing as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, like uh, that's what that's what I was doing as well. Like just trying to gain their trust and gain their value. I think that's more most important because relate relatability is like it's essential. Like if you don't relate to that person. Might as well don't talk. So I think yeah, I think that's that's pretty important. And I think yeah, you like as you said, it's a, you as you nailed it. Like like who, what, when, how. I think that's that's important. Yeah, I think once you get that, it's pretty easy. Like and and sport, and if you're into fitness, these two are the major key breakers that you can go and then talk to anything about. Even if you're an introverted person, 
like if you, even if you're into a sport or a fitness, I think that's yeah, easy to talk to. Yeah, there are a lot of connection points, and I think that's where it comes from as well. It all kind of, um, I think it all adds adds on uh, each. All the things we're talking about today all kind of add. Uh, they almost combine together to to a sum that is greater than the sum of or the, the parts themselves. So why I'm saying this is, you know, just one of the things you're saying, which is something that I've always been very pro or. or um, I've always done myself is getting as much experience and, and exposure to different things as possible. Like yeah. you've got lots of internships, lots of jobs, trying different things, you know, talking to different people, different countries, same with me, you know, different yeah. countries, different people, tons of internships, tons, tons of jobs. And when you have, when you get all that experience, then when you go and connect with someone yeah. and they say, Oh, I worked in this industry. You say, I worked in that industry. <laughs> I love that industry. Oh, because yeah. I, I used to live in, in Africa, something that a lot of people don't know about me. I lived in a lot of countries. And so, so even a, a silly example, I was doing a consulting project when I was working a little while back. And there was someone from Africa, from the place where I was living. And he was like, okay. you, you live there? You, know, you live there as well? And I was like, yeah, I did. You know, and I was talking to him about the local street food and the, and the culture. And he was just like, this is amazing. And instantly yeah. there's that connection point. So I think... The more kind of experiences you have, the the, the more uh, or the better your ability to connect with other people as well. It's kind yeah, of a that's right. That's almost right. like a compound. I think, I think, yeah, I think that yeah, that's that, that's that's nailed on. Yeah, I think the more experiences you have, the better you can relate with people. Yeah, that's it. And if you if you don't, I guess if you don't have much, and then someone says, "Oh, you know, I I walked my dog today," you're like, "Oh, I've never seen a dog before." <laughs> Don't know what that is, that's and it's it's harder, right? Um, it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty hard, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. That's really interesting. I like I like it. I love the the tips here. Um, I was going to cover something, but it slipped my mind. Yeah. So 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 the next question, I suppose, for you is because because at first I imagine, and maybe maybe correct me if I'm wrong here, but at first I imagine for you it's more been about just building a genuine relationship as a priority, and then maybe that turns into jobs. Is that that's right? The same right. philosophy. You've... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like to be honest, like I never uh, approached the person that I want the job for. I just basically my main intention over here when I came to Australia was building relationships and making friends because over here, like I didn't know anyone. So my first major a goal was to make friends and building that uh, like relationships to so to so that it'll be what you say uh, then grow and then like uh, nurture that relationship to a professional opportunity or something of that sort. I think that, that because at the end of the day, like it's not only about jobs; it's about like your 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 future. You need to have that balance as well. Like you need to have that friendship, that circle that you can rely on if something happens and all that. So I think. I think that's one of the key for, uh, like criteria, thinking criteria that I had when I was approaching a person. Yeah, that's real. That's a really big tip because, again, one of the things I can almost guarantee you most people uh, try and do when they're students and graduates—not everyone, but a lot of people—they hear everyone talk about networking and you know you have to know people, but they don't actually get to know the person before asking them for something. So they'll actually just, I know people, they just send out hundreds of messages and it says, hello, David, can I please have a job at your company? Kind regards. And it's just like, 
Yeah, lots of lots of people do that, or that they'll they'll apply for a job and say, "Hey, just letting you know, I really want this job," uh, kind of thing, and it's just like, what? So, so it's it's inverse. People, I think people, I think if like you're saying, if you build more of, I guess, a habit of building more relationships genuinely and not really, yes, I guess if you're really searching for a job urgently, you might speed that up and get to the point a little bit faster, but. Ideally, I mean, you've got that relationship base and it's just genuine. And when you look back at the fundamentals for landing jobs, as you know, there's a few key criteria, I guess, almost boxes you have to tick if you want to get a job. And one of them is they obviously need to like you, right? That's right. <laughs> and they need to trust you as well. They need to yeah. like you, they need to trust you. And um, if you can also, through those interactions, come across as an excellent person, as I'm sure you do, you know, someone who's passionate about their industry, who's got the skills, who works hard, and they know that as well. Yeah. That's they're pretty much all the things you need to make a hiring decision. That's right. And it's and then they go, well, I could go for all these other people, but I got Winston here. <laughs> yeah, no, I think yeah, that 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 sums it up. Yeah, I feel I feel uh, yeah, you said like try to develop the relationship if you like. Uh, I think the best way to do about it is when you're a student itself, try to, uh, like, uh, when you're coming as an international student, like, try to develop internship or relationship with the lecturers and your professors and your uh, workmates or any anyone, like, then it, 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 it comes a long way. Like, even if, like, uh, like uh, out of, the, they might sometimes work out of the way just to help you out in some projects or anything of that sort yeah i think relationships are quite important and the way you look at it i think that's that's what uh like return like you get like uh like the the way you go about doing it i think that's how important it is it to keep it definitely and that's another cool point i think you you kind of brushed on there which is the thinking and not thinking about the first, not only just the first order consequences of your of your actions or results, but the second order, the third order, and so I think a lot of people think, oh, you know, if I'm working in hospitality, and I, you know, just treat this customer really well and get to know them, and maybe they're a consistent customer, they're coming to the restaurant, they don't think, oh, that might, you know, have a second or third or fourth order consequence. But then you think about it, and as you can see. That person, you never know. They might say, you know, what are you, what are you studying? Like, what are you studying? And they, and they might ask you about it. And they say, actually, someone's hiring right now. Let me put you in touch. Here's their number, and and that's the second order. Then you might have the third order consequence. And people often forget that as well, right? They're always looking at the, you know, the shiny thing in in the background, the fourth order consequence, but they haven't thought about the, the steps and the stepping stones. Mm. And to be honest, this actually happened not with me, yeah. but with one of my friends. All right. So he, uh, so we, uh, I used to work in the retail, and he also used to work in the retail industry before when we were students. And uh, I think one of the uh, customers, they just uh, randomly, like he was a consistent customer who used to buy cigarettes. And he, uh, one day, he asked him, like, uh, what, what does he do? What does he study in, and all that. And then supposedly that guy was like, he was a manager, a retail manager of some company. All right, and he was, uh, he was looking for someone. And then he said, all right, oh, uh, he said, he told him that I'm so-and-so, so-and-so, and then why don't you come uh, to my company and have an like interview? 
uh, with me. And then he said, oh, then that my, my, my mates, he said, yeah, I love you and everything. And that's how he got the job. Like, it's 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 basically like you, you never know where the opportunity awaits. So it's basically treat every uh, opportunity as you're treating as, as your own. Like, like, you never know what, what comes next. So I think that's why developing those relationships early on is a, it's a, it's an important factor to like, uh, it's a very important factor in life. So yeah, I agree. And and one of the um, guys I previously interviewed on here, Brooke, he was talking about because because one of the big things that happened to him and actually helped him figure out what he wanted to do for his career is he was working at a a baby retailer, baby products. Uh, I think they sell like I think it was like maybe uh, I think they sell breast pumps and and um, and like baby car seats and stuff like that. Anyway, he met a guy who actually owned his own, I think, corporate finance firm. And so he delivered him such a good service. And he was actually, the, the guy who owned the corporate finance firm was actually telling him when they came in next time, he was telling his wife, he was saying, oh, this is a guy, he was really good and ended up talking, he ended up taking him to his, his office, teaching him all about corporate finance, giving him all the right contacts, all these sorts of things. So crazy stuff. Oh right, yeah. That, that that's the thing you never know. So I think whatever job you're in, uh, I think treat it as like as it is, and then make relations, develop the relationships early on. So I think that's a that's a good stepping stone for everyone. Mm, definitely, it's really it's really powerful, and it's all. And what I've noticed as well is almost the the opportunities that people tend to get are almost not every time. There's always lots of outliers, but on average, uh, the number of opportunities or the job opportunities they get are correlated to the number of relationships they have. And, and, yeah. and when they grow that relationship base, yeah. the more opportunities come at you, right? That's right, that's right. There's also a saying in, in relation to that. Yeah, it's like uh, your net worth is your average of like five friends it's something related to that or something like that yeah uh so i think the more relationship you have i think the better you are as an individual or the better your worth. so yeah mm. definitely it's a it's very interesting and i know we've gone for quite a while now so i don't want to take up too much more of your time but one thing i really wanted to touch on was you said you were quite introverted and i would also consider myself i've probably become more extroverted maybe just extroverted recently because yeah. i've had kind yeah. of had to especially with my work and the business as well i kind of need to go a bit out there but i think yeah. typically i'm more of an introverted person and especially before i start all this you know job stuff i've been very yeah. introverted and for me i distinctly remember my dad just saying go you know go up. i didn't i never had a job before he was saying go go into these cafes and restaurants and just hand your resume and I was so scared and frightened. And I'd rather just kind of sit at home back in the day and just play video games. So, and I know there are lots of introverts as well out there who, you know, who are more comfortable just sending an applica application. And when they get to the interview, they get nervous and they're kind of not sure what to say. Do you have any yeah. tips for people who may also be, or have at least been introverted in the past? Um. I think the best way to go about it is like uh, uh, just take action. I feel like 
don't worry about the consequences at the for the moment just go and take action and don't worry about what people might think or what people might say because introverts are basically like those people who who wonder or who think about oh what uh, what other like people's opinions might be so that's why they uh, hinder the chance to take action i feel rather than doing that just go and take action and i think you know, once you do that you will have a better what do you say you uh, you get out of that comfort zone because that fear is it's what like hindering you to go and take that action i feel uh, probably just like trying to uh, even if you do a role play with your parents or your mates or something like that just just do it or even if uh, or even in your community just do a role play of how you're going to do it and then uh, and go and do the same thing with the stranger and once you once you do that once you're comfortable enough in doing one or do it once a week or do it twice a week or something like that once you're comfortable enough in talking to a stranger then then i think that skill is probably unbeatable you you can you can then survive that's it and i i and i feel that skill is very important in surviving as well like as an individual where even if you don't know anyone how will you do it like you just need to go and speak to people then how you going to do about it it's basically like either doing role plays or whatever is it whatever you want. Or like watching videos or, or like just go and take action until that that's important mm. one just one thing I'll, i'll share is customer service roles i think really help at least yeah. to me like when i i worked at Kmart and i was that guy i don't know if you've seen in Kmart when they stand on the door and like uh, and yeah. like you walk you actually they give you a special mat to stand on uh, apparently it's it's like healthier for you or something and then when people walk in you have like your little earpiece and you're just like welcome to Kmart <laughs> that's, that's that's what i used to do and i used to check people's bags on the way out i had to look into their bags and say you know yeah cool see you later all that sort of stuff and and then working at uber as well i had to ser- basically serve a lot of the drivers and and make sure they were were happy and that they were on board and their queries were solved yeah. uh, and that is for me that helped a ton that really transformed yeah my ability to just talk to random people because if you just do do something a thousand or thousands of times you usually yeah. get better at it I think I, yeah now when you said about Uber all right I still remember my business development business development consultant role when I was in India so I was working for a project for a logistics company where we were modeling the behavioral qualities of a driver and how we can improve on that and I used to speak to like literally like hundreds of like 200 or 300 drivers in a day in several cities like they'll have a different dialect and they'll have different way of speaking and 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 all those and different countries even like in UAE so i used to speak in UAE markets and then in, uh, indian markets predominantly southeast and northeast so like so i think that probably was an added advantage because i i got that training early on and i think probably that fueled me to get out of that comfort zone easily when you try to speak with different people the more you speak it's, it's like practice makes you a man perfect the more you uh, you do your stuff the better you get at it i feel yeah i feel that that's what helped me as well yeah definitely so true thank yeah. you for sharing and um 
and we didn't really get to it before, but the, the graduate engineer you, role you got, could you just briefly explain how you got that? Because I know you got quite a bit of work experience. You got the process technician roles. You hadn't had, uh, I guess, apart from, you did have the internship in, in India with the engineering, but not in Australia. So how did you move from where you were with the experience, the international experience, to getting that offer? And actually, I believe, I don't know if you want to share this, how, how many offers you got, but um, you got one, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, like, I, I got two, but... Yeah, it's only uh, two, you two, I mean. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, but regarding the the internship, like sorry, the graduate engineering role that I got is, uh, uh, as I said, same thing happened <laughs> with networking as well. Like, uh, uh, and through your course as well, I I I found out like a lot of important elements that was covered in your course that was really really helpful for me. And the same networking skill that I had, uh, I. What happened was there was there was this guy who was working for another mine site that I met in one of the outlet stores out here, and I was buying some present for my cousin, right? And then he was also trying to buy the same present, and we both looked at it. And I said, "Oh, because there was only one remaining." <laughs> I said, "Such a good uh, story." Right, uh, yeah, and it was a Pikachu, all right. And she loves my cousin. She loves Pikachu. Uh, uh, it's Pokemon. If, if yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I used to yeah, binge yeah. Pokemon, yeah. so yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so, uh, so basically, I was buying that, and there was only one remaining. And said, "Ah, oh, shit, you also want it. I also want it. So, uh, what should I do then?" Then, then we just we just started chatting, just randomly started chatting, and it it came out like the mindset that I I was working in, and he was working in the same mindset for a different company. Uh, like, uh, but I had never met him. But he was working on the mine side of the project engineer. So uh, I just basically uh, like met him like that. We had a couple of more meetouts, like build up the relationship that was uh, like uh, uh, as much. And I think after three months, he like randomly like messaged me and said, "Oh, Winston, uh, do you want to come for an interview or something of that?" So I said, "Yeah, why not? Definitely, I'm still looking out for opportunities here." So that, that's how I got my. Um, went for interviews and then that's how I got selected and yeah and the rest is history <laughs> yeah. crazy and, and so with the other offer how did you get that one I think that one was through LinkedIn mm. yeah uh, because they had seen my profile and they had approached me through LinkedIn mm. and uh, uh, so that's why I think profile building in LinkedIn was also LinkedIn was a very powerful tool so profile building and LinkedIn is also like very important. So I feel um, McKinsey's course covers like like ninety nine percent, like probably hundred percent of it. There, I think uh, he's really doing a very good job. And uh, yeah, I definitely recommend anyone starting <laughs> as an international graduate to <laughs> join the course. Yeah, definitely. Oh. But yeah, I think that's why that's why like LinkedIn building is like pretty important tool so i didn't get referred they just approached me and that's how i got my interview and that's i got selected for the rounds and everything yeah awesome that's how i got my other job yeah awesome no need to plug my program it's all good it's all good. <laughs> no, 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 that's not what this is about this isn't about me <laughs> no, 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 no. It's, it's just it's just uh you've helped me through 
uh, a long way. So definitely uh, I'm grateful for it. So yeah. Oh, I appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, I, I know I don't, I don't want to keep you for too much longer. My uh, my last. Can I ask you two little small questions? Yeah, yeah, go for it. So the first one is you talked about a, a little while back. I've kept a mental note. You said it's really important to get coaches and mentors along the way. So it sounds like you have acquired some of these. So for students and grads, maybe they're like they could be graduated, they could be going through uni, maybe even right at the beginning before maybe they haven't started uni yet. What would your tips be with regards to mentors and coaches? Why do you need one? Do you need one? How do you find one? How do you get one? Okay, so regarding that, first you need to know what your passion is, all right? What field you like, all right? So once you know, get to know about that, then you need to probably uh, look if you're an international graduate, all right, if, even if you're yeah, in your university that you're in, right? Even the professors or your university lecturers can be your coaches or your mentors of how you do stuff. And I think once you gain that, and once you, so probably they can tell you what's going on in the industry and they can be a, like a roadmap to you, okay, what you can do, because they have like certain experiences, like 20, 30 years of experience in the industry. So they'll have a better understanding of what you, what, uh, so that guidance can be provided to you. So that's why it's, it's always better to have that early on experience. I, I didn't have it early on, I had it in the later half, but uh, not only in, like engineering, I had it in like basically I'm more, uh, as you know, I'm more into stock markets and everything as well. So uh, like I had mentors over there. That's what I think I think Warren Buffett, he clearly stated that you know, whatever you do, always have like a like a coach or a mentor to do stuff and always learn from those. That's a very important. Always learn from those who's already successful in the field. So that's that's also a very important aspect on it as well. So, um, uh, so with mentors, even if your friend who's really good, uh, good at it or he's really successful at it, he can be your mentor or he can be a coach of how to start as a graduate or how, uh, how how to go about doing stuff. And if you're really passionate about stuff you do, like there there will be a lot of people who are willing to offer you or be the mentor. Or I think I think that's why one thing that i found it's pretty pretty good about australia like people are very or like helpful mm-hmm. and they, they try they like if you go and approach them it's not that they would they would say no it will definitely uh go about like way from there this thing and they'll try to help you out mm. yeah that's really good and it's um i suppose if, if someone's achieved something that you haven't you could probably learn from them right <laughs> That's right. I mean, it's, that's, it's that's kind of, right. I guess it's kind of like, I haven't thought about this too hard, but what it seems like to me is it's, there's two options. It's trial and error or basically reverse engineering it by yeah. looking <laughs> at someone who has done it and saying, Hey, how did you do that? And then, <laughs> so you don't, it's like saying, what are the codes to this lock versus trying every combination for like a year? Yeah, right? that's it. That's it. Yeah, so the first the first method will take you a bit more longer time. It's not that you won't get it. It will take you definitely take you a bit more longer time. The second option, uh, it's a bit more faster, but it might be uh, it's not easy to get. So yeah, mm, <laughs> so, definitely. Yeah. And 
I get, I would also agree for me, mentorship has just like sped up my journey by who knows how many years. Yeah. So no, I think I think that's really important in a journey. Definitely. And and the last question I have, because I don't, I don't want to keep you for too much longer, is <laughs> students and grads watching this right now, they've all obviously got quite a lot of insight from you, quite a few tips, etc. But if you had to just give them some final words, some final tips or recommendations based on your learnings so far, now having secured many jobs, good ones, and multiple job offers as a graduate in your field, yeah, what would you say to them? I would say as a student and as a graduate, first of all, gain as many experiences, as many internships while you're doing your course over here. Second thing is network as much as possible. Really, whatever industry you're working in doesn't really matter. Like network as much as, as possible and like go and try to build it early on so that once you graduate, you can leverage it and you know more people and you know like where the opportunities are and then try to build mentors rather than uh, in the later state of life in the earlier stage once you are just as a student like try to approach your university professors or those who are like uh, like uh, for engineers we have engineers australia all right so you have many project engineers or you have senior ops managers or everything who's, who have those conferences. So as a student engineer, you can go and attend those conferences and that's how you can make and develop new relationships, right? So I think network, gain more experiences and do have fun along the way. <laughs> yeah, I think these three are quite important, yeah. Awesome, I love it. Thank you so much for your time today. I really, really appreciate you taking the time, especially on a Saturday morning. Um, that's all good. Anytime. <laughs> I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you again. And uh, yeah, thanks for everyone who has listened or watched this. I hope it was was useful in some way. And uh, yeah, I guess if you have any uh, any questions, feel free to shoot them through to me. And uh, if there's anything else you'd like to see us kind of do on these in these sessions, also happy to to listen as well. So thank you. Thanks, Winston, for coming mm-hmm. and. Uh, Thanks everyone for listening. I'll see you next time. See you. See ya. Bye. Bye.